that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, guys, to Outside the Box, the <laughs> new name for the pizza show. Very exciting episode today. I could make an episode with each of these guys individually, but we got three of them here. Uh, left to right, left, right to left. Galpi, anime drummer, almost 200k on YouTube. Subscribe. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, also, JM League semi finalist. I forget where he was, top 40 Vic, the most competitive region in Australia, Smash Ultimate, Big Shop main, consultant. <laughs> My job. Marin, tennis player, had, has had ATP points, competed internationally, uh, South America, Europe, you know, all them, all them places. Uh, you got anything else to say, Marin? Not for now, no. Not for now. He's a passionate guy, though. <laughs> and we also have Costa, who came number four, third? Yeah, four. Fourth, Bam, eighth? Eighth, isn't it? Wasn't it like 13? 13. 13. 13. 13. I, I get confused. <laughs> um, Randable Fighters. Crazy. And speaking of, I got to show this clip. Hype it right up. If you can see it. He's doing a little dance. Wait, what's the what's the context behind that one? Context? Um, that was Dragon Ball Fighters top eight. That was I was in loser's side, so if I lost, I'd go out, and I I won, so it was the furthest I'd ever gotten at any major. So I. I popped off because oh, I won. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, and um, the next the next game, I think he got like almost the perfect, and then like he missed <laughs> somewhere in between. He was like, I was on like two health and dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he went to go pop off again. <laughs> <laughs> so today's sort of topic is I'll, I'll try and get close to the mic here. Today's topic is sort of why is everyone here? Tennis players and playing game players, one on one competition. This is what I'm sort of interested in. And, and pizza. And pizza. Pizza, the most important part. We all have a slice, and I've got some special slices to give, to give away. I'm giving away pizza. Anyway, um, <laughs> one-on-one competition, different sort of sports, if you want to call game sports, esports, controversial topic, getting into the real controversy here. Anyway, so I was very interested because at a sort of high level, when you really have to think about how like the nature of the game you're playing and sort of how you act, how you interact with your opponent. There's a lot different sort of with the games. I think like the, probably the most notable one is tennis. You have a real physical factor where it's like you will physically tie yourself out. Whereas video games, you can keep going a lot longer. Um, that being said, I want to sort of get into the similarities. How it is to play the games. This is a different kind of episode, let's go. Okay, <laughs> so sort of, okay, but for all of you, between like each of the sort of games you, you play at, a, like, at like a high level, how much of the game is sort of based on like physical, the physical aspects, how much of it is like in execution and mastering like certain skills or like technique, and how much of it is sort of just the mental chess in like, <coughs> in like the, um, in, in the game, just like you're trying to fi- feel out your opponent, figure out your opponent, what to do when. That sort of thing. I would say in gaming, it's a lot of the last one. 
yeah. figuring out your opponent and, and mm. kind of adapting to patterns and stuff. Yeah. Because there's not much physical, you know, <laughs> not much physical activity going on. There is a bit, though. Yeah. I guess with technique, it's like you have, um, I hope I'm like not too quiet. It is like you do have to spend hours, you know, trying, I mean, some games, not all games. Like League of Legends, I don't think it's got that much, like, crazy shit. But it's like, um, you can swear on this show a little bit, by the way. Um, whereas, like, I don't know, fighting games, for, I'd be playing fighters, I'd be messing up combos, and my fingers get frustrated. Yeah. And th that takes, like, ages. So that's sort of technique. It's like, it doesn't have the physical dimension, but I think it has, like, a lot of, sort of, a technical dimension to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's just like the, um, like, the execution mm -hmm. just behind certain things, like, in a, you know, like, technical and, like, physical sense, it's mm. pretty simple, but, like, there's certain, like, either characters or, like, that can change what level of execution you need. Yeah. Because for, like, for some characters, it's just, like, A, B, C, one, two, three, eating glue. Mm -hmm. But for others, it's, um, like, there's levels of complexity, like, like for for one of the characters I play, there's like a certain like level mechanic depending on if they do a super that yeah. like powers them up. So, so and there's no um like on screen counter for it. So sometimes you have to really like remember oh what level am I at to do which combos to do what certain mm -hmm. moves and things that link into each other. So it's more yeah like like Marin said uh, mental than um, physical at times. Mm. Yeah, similar to Smash, you've got like a lot of different uh, levels of complexity with characters. Some are a bit more like take, uh, we like to use the word like less mental stack. Mm. Uh, and mm. others, you got to like be aware of not only of like yourself, but also your opponent. And then if you play a more taxing character that's very technical, requires a lot of practice, a lot of execution, then that sort of affects your own mental stack. Mm. Um, which very, then leads very into mental, like, I would say, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Which leads into like muscle out. memory and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I think to an extent, there's like, I think both um, competitions uh, or sports like have that aspect of physicality to it. Even though you're not moving as much, you're not exerting as much physical mm. um, pressure in, say, video games or fighting games, um, you have a lot of, like, you have physical stamina, right? We talk about your massive run at BAM, you, and especially coming through loser side, in the loser side of a bracket, you have to, like, play a lot of games um, and sure, like you may not be running around getting like the, you may not have that physical endurance, but there's still, I think, a physical element of it. Um, and definitely a mental, right? You've got mental stamina. Like, can you keep your head yeah. in the game for hours upon hours? I mean, it's the same with tennis, right? You play like, you know, uh, like three, four, like five set matches sometimes mm. on the court for two to three hours. Um, but in the same way, you're playing, you know, if you make it this far in a fighting game bracket, you're playing these matches for equivalents of like four, like three to four hours, um, and it gets tiring. Like I feel like at any yeah. level, any competition, no matter what you're doing, um, if you're doing it for a while, it gets it gets tiring. So, mm. and there's um there's something I've heard of which sort of affects both, and it's something called um ego depletion, and it's basically where like the worst you're doing, like let's say you lose a round or lose a set. Like the, like the worse you start to perform because um, there's less um, blood sugar flowing to your brain, so you feel like 
worse because you're performing worse and it's sort of dealing with that like as you go along and whether or not you can put up with that it, like especially in tennis like with the longer sets like oh i it was 40 love like yeah. choose advantage and i lost it and then it's have you having to start all over again and like pushing mm. like forward do you ever um it's like that y you do have to reset a lot on tennis mm. so each game depending on the score line you would play each game a bit differently i would say each mm. point you play a little bit differently um at the end of the first in tennis there's a lot there's lots of momentum shifts yeah so things can go your way then all of a sudden things go the opponent's way and then it changes again so you kind of just have to be able to just keep up with the momentum shifts i guess yeah and, yeah. and just be on top of it just yeah i think that's the the same in, in fighting games right it's like anything can sort of happen you have different game states of like say neutral advantage disadvantage um and any time that like someone finishes say you finish a, you use your combo finisher um then more than likely you reset to that neutral state so you, it's you don't guarantee that advantage state for the whole time and so at some stage you may get a momentum shift even if you're in the lead yeah um and i think coming from like because i you know growing up i played a lot of tennis myself um it's like it i did experience that sort of similar um aspect of it it happens at all levels yeah exactly like right. that's, all that's, levels, that's the, the main thing level, it always happens it's like a almost like a universal rule right it's which is the beauty of it in a way whereas like you can always learn something or like it always applies you never get too good where it stops applying to you i find mm. yeah that's because you can play well then your opponent can play well yeah or you can play bad then your opponent plays bad yeah so it's I, like I always kind of well i mean sort of that aspect where it's like you know how you're playing like the, the state you're sort of in because you can like go in the zone and everything's going your yeah. way because yeah I, I think with tennis especially is this is this sort of like why i found it interesting is that like i mean same with fighting games and, and mm, things yeah. is that the technical aspect in terms of like training or like a, the the technical and like physical aspects in terms of training for like both like fighting games and, and tennis are like very much sort of are what's put on like display like what sort of comes to mind immediately in terms of like practicing but it's like you know you can do this for like five years and get like really technically proficient and then like a yeah. 16 year old is just like better than you but you that's also because the 16 year old has been doing that since like yeah but since like, like 10. but uh, you get what sort of what i mean it's like someone's come through and it's just sort of the they they just have an idea they just have they know what to do in a certain situation if that makes sense like they have a way of yeah playing or performing that's just works really well for them and like other people don't know how to play against it yeah well they can just sort of re pick up on like cues really easily or just see what or, like yeah some some people are more skilled some yeah. some people are I more mean, talented in that way sure yeah. have that natural instinct i guess yeah sort of yeah and also the thing with tennis is like oh i guess this is sort of like my next question is just like what, what do you think it means to like operate or like play at a, at a higher professional level because with tennis at least i feel like you can just if you're just like stronger than someone you can sort of brute force it in a way you can just technically be superior physically if you're really stronger yeah. physically yeah, yeah. Whereas you can do but not necessarily stronger like muscle because oh yeah, yeah if someone moves well and someone's strong like 
the strong guy usually won't win. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, what are the sort of like hit in the corner, then the strong guy. Yeah, can't, exactly can't right. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of wanted to touch on like the fact that I think at a point, um, like that sort of that ratio between mental and like skill yeah is always changing and i feel like when you start out it's a uh, very much um like a it's more favored in, in skill mm. when you're starting out uh whereas like the person who's more skilled is more likely to win yeah whereas when you get uh better like higher and higher levels of competition i find that every damn person is skilled right so then at that point, I think it comes down where the, the ratio shifts to more of a mental game. It mm. becomes part of your decision-making, your ego, like how mm. often you're making your own mistakes. Because at that point, both players are playing very well and likely they may be more evenly matched. So, yeah. hello. hello. <laughs> I think it's all of those things, actually. Yeah. Tennis, especially. Mm. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, like you, obviously you have tennis players that are, uh, you know, have better endurance than somebody else or has like, you know, a better stroke than someone else, something they're, they're quite proficient at. Yeah. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, at least the, in my the experience, the mental tennis, edge will help. It's like, yeah, the mental edge helps, Definitely. like, especially in that, that game state of, you know, 40 love or like even deuce. Um, but also like, I could have the better forehand, but my opponent's just playing the better shots. They're making the better decisions. Yeah. Mm. But they can also make good decision, decisions based on the shots that you give them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, that's I, where it becomes mental as well yeah yeah it, it's it's funny it just sort of opens up i think like yeah once you sort of pass that initial skill barrier in terms of like you know you can start playing more to your opponent rather than like playing to yourself in a way mm. that it's like you know the game opens up a lot and i would say i feel like that would be sort of the difference between like playing in a higher level or like more professional. Well, that's what a lot of people say, actually. Yeah. It's like you're only really playing in the game when you stop watching yourself, at least in mm. fighting games, right? Because yeah. a lot of the times mm. you like watch your own character, you see what you're doing. But the moment you take your eyes off yourself and you like say, look at the ball, look at your opponent, or in fighting games, look at the other person's character, that's mm. when you really start playing the game because yeah. you're looking and analyzing what they're doing. Because you become so good, you don't need to look at your character. It's all, mu it's all muscle memory, right? right? It's yeah. muscle memory. It's, it's <laughs> kind of the... I found it sort of the same with tennis. It's like you do a forehand so many times, it's like you sort of see the ball coming, you prep for it, and you're already yeah, in motion. Yeah, it's muscle memory. Yeah. You don't have to think yeah. about it. It's, yeah. already, it's already there. Yeah. Yeah, like, is there sort of a discipline you need to sort of get yourself into when it's like, oh, I need to, like, stop focusing on myself and just, like... Because there's a real... I don't know, at least, at least when I play well, a bit of Smash, it's like an autopilot you can go into. Yes, you're not you kind of want that in tennis as well. Yeah, you want to find a way to get into that. Yeah, because you don't want to be thinking too much. Yeah, but mm. yeah, how do you sort of how do you sort of get into a state where you can like you know when to think, you know when to sort of yeah, I, you have to kind of train it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah even I struggle with that. So, <laughs> th so there's different ways, right? You have to find what works for you, I guess. Because mm. I guess different things work for everyone. Usually breathing helps. You know, that's why yeah. you see a lot of tennis players breathing. They just... Oh, uh, you, you know, it's, it's a bad sign when your tennis players aren't breathing. <laughs> 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 you know? Uh, but yeah, which, you know, routines. A lot of people have routines. Mm. Drink breaks, you know, going to the towel, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. I think that's that's really important. Making use of your, your breaks, right? In between yeah. every game. Because if you get too stuck into it, you can kind of lose yourself yeah well it's the same with like uh in smash for example like you you um 
when a game ends, then you have a bit of like downtime. Like you either mm, change yeah. characters or change mm. a stage. Do you think the professionals are like doing push-ups? Let's go next one. Next one. Yeah, I mean, it's because the lights winning. That's the winning. Because some people like, oh yeah, pop-offs. True. Some people like get really nervous, but it's like if you do a bit like physical exertion, you sort of like get those those nerves off. You like loosen yourself back up. So, so here's the thing. This is what I sort of got playing Smash, right? Whenever someone loses loses a game, loses like a set in between sort of games for the set, yeah. there's always just a... <laughs> in your peripheral vision. Is that, is that true for tennis? And if it is true... In tennis, that, it's a bit is different. Is a biological thing? Or is it is definitely biological. The thing is, <laughs> yeah. the thing is yeah. tension builds up, right? Yeah. So you need to find a way to release that tension. Mm. Yeah. So some players, you know, smash a racket. Some players hit a tennis ball. Some players scream. Yeah. Some mm. have other ways of <laughs> releasing, but you need to like release it. Otherwise, it kind of just keeps building up. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Some gamers throw their control. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. usually after losing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. No, what well, part? I just sort of found at least when I was playing, oh. I was like, at first when I sort of saw the, I'm like, I kind of feel bad for the guy, and I was just kind of funny. <laughs> like, Rage. It's just like clockwork. I don't know. It's like, oh yeah, just waiting. I'm like counting down for the. <laughs> like one, yeah. of my, one of my friends was playing FIFA. He had yeah. like 19 wins in a row, mm. and oh. he was going for the 20th oh, win. This was no. a few years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he lost by one goal, then the, rem- the remote went straight no. in the wall. <laughs> like, boom. <laughs> Man. Yeah. FIFA is a game that makes people do that. I've heard, like, several <laughs> story, stories. Um, I think it's because, like, for FIFA, I feel like for, for most of the people who play FIFA, they probably also watch football. Yeah. And, or at least, like, around that culture. So then when their team loses, there's usually, oh, this is the rest salt, or the, uh, we didn't have our best players mm. or the the coach's strategy was awful but when they lose in like fifa they have to accept that oh it was their own fault their own decisions raging at least about like one raging games is ah. there's no bullshit it's like oh my team's fault blah 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 it's just like nah, you, it's you it's yeah you. it's you that's why i always love playing uh singles as opposed to doubles in tennis mm. like i enjoy doubles i love playing with friends but I feel like I sort of get really in the zone and sometimes it's like when I'm restricted to like a certain part of the court mm. uh, or it's like, you know, I have to rely on my partner. Um, it's like, I don't know, I like being in control. So <laughs> singles is like, it mm. feels like my domain, like my mis- I own my own mistakes. Yeah. I own my own like successes. Yeah, um, singles is a lot more like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's also why you find people that play fighting games. I mean, typically everyone gets angry, but like you don't hear the same, you know, rage you get out of a League of Legends call or something. Mm. Or the, the, the or Overwatch. Depression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which is probably a lot healthier, honestly. It's just like, you just got to own up to your, your, your problems, man. Um, so do you think feel like sort of competing in, in anything, right? This is, this is sort of the question. Do you think like if you're good at fighters, right? Could that, at least we see, oh, okay, back it up a bit. In terms of fighting games, there's a lot of crossover between people playing like, uh, you know, fighters, and then I go like the Street Fighter, or like vice versa, and yeah. like across across a range of fighting games. Not doesn't happen doesn't happen too much with Smash Bros. Very insular community, but um, I was just wondering, just like competing and being good in like one sort of sport, typically just like translate to other sports, or is it only like within that realm? Like if you were good at tennis, does that mean you could be good? at another like 1v1 sport or it's like not at a high level not at a high you reckon 
Because I feel like it, it requires a lot, so much repetition. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And specific repetition. So you can't translate that. You can translate some abilities, sure. Mm. You would definitely be, be better off, but mm. not mm. at a high level. But it's, uh, it's transferring mental is the main part. Mm. Um, because I grew up playing, competing in tennis, competing in table tennis before I even touched Smash Bros. Um, yeah. And mm. it's like... Uh, it's kind of weird to think about because I was a kid so I kind of didn't really understand what I was learning uh, mental wise it was sort of um, intuitive but a lot of my discipline when it came to competing in Smash yeah, came from yeah. those sports yeah, or like doubt, prior yeah. experience in competition yeah. um, so I think that's the main part because a lot, yeah. of, a lot of sports and even like transferring fighting games even though, yeah, even though that, 2D yeah. fighters are similar fundamentally you've <coughs> got a lot of different like controls different combos like character yeah. but even like switching characters in the same game requires like a rewiring your brain in a way mm. um, yeah it's just like it makes, it makes you like mentally tougher yeah, yeah. it's oh, like the, the mental the doubt, mental yeah. carries over but you still gotta like mm. uh, redo all that muscle memory all that skill that technique I think that's a big thing though or do you think it's also some kind of like obsession with with the game or like whatever you're doing that also like transfers over because it's like you have athletes that like do well in other parts of life and maybe it is because they're athletes and they get opportunities but it's like I don't know the most famous one is like Arnold you know good at bodybuilding and then like he went on to be like the movie star yeah. and like the governor yeah. mm. just because he just wills it just let's it happen. You know, he made he wrote a book, right? I don't yeah. I don't know if you've read his book. I don't know if you've read his book. I haven't read his book, but they asked him, um, what was his secret to success? Right? And he said, repetition, repetition, repetition. I can't do his accent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, repetition, because you need a lot of repetition, man. Yeah. yeah. But I think anything, anything you need repetition. Yeah. If you're learning a language, oh yeah, games. Mm. Yeah. It's repeti repetition. Repetition yeah. trumps yeah. everything else. I think. Yeah, I mean, it, you find that people that are successful <laughs> often like aren't one-trick ponies. For the most part, I find, mm. or it's like usually they they're, they're skilled in many different areas as well. Yeah. yeah because they're, they're not like to tunnel vision. Yeah, because like we said earlier, like that stuff carries over, right? Like yeah. you, it's the same way with like. Um, some people, like even when it comes to like uh, like losing weight, for example, something very simple applies to many people in life. If people were like, oh, you know, I was in such good shape in high school, but now like you know, I'm a bit older, I've sort of like sort of lost that. If they were like, you know, say a footy player during high school, and like they would train, they'd go to the gym, they'd work on their body, you'd find often than not, even if they get like uh, you know lose themselves a bit as they get to their mid twenties or thirties or whatever. Oftentimes they can find their way back if they actually put in the effort because they've done yeah. it before, right? Yes, and I think easier, that because yes, you know how it's been exactly done. right. So if you've yeah. succeeded at one thing, I think it makes it easier to succeed at something else because you know how it's done to succeed. You know what it means to succeed. You know the the work and effort to put in to succeed. It definitely helps. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I. I was worried you guys were going to like lose what to say. It goes quiet. But yeah, just um, <laughs> so I, I guess I guess something else from that is like I'm trying to translate it over. It's I I heard like this. 
I mean, we just stole this whole this whole podcast idea from like a, <laughs> another another thing. But it was this guy who was talking like um. He used to you know, would like be better on these wine. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying that earlier, right? He's like, I got the drinks ready. Why? It's yeah, just a know, jug why? of water. You know I'm telling you, I would give a drink as well, but then that just became like people just didn't drink or they had like. How much better quality? The, the, I mean, the maybe speaking, wine the, the talking yeah. would be <laughs> conversation. Yeah. You're gonna loosen up people that yeah, exactly. that liquid confidence. Exactly. <laughs> um, so okay, here's another one. Do you find that the better you get, or the more you play at a sport or a, a game, like the more you do it, does it get like less fun or more fun? Do you find, or is there like something where it's like this isn't fun anymore? I know fighters. It got to a point when I started playing it, it was a lot of fun. Because I didn't know what I was doing, and I was like, "Oh, I can just shoot up, coming out of house and, and shit." And then like I can tell, what this is great. And then like once it became like <laughs> two combos to like you lose a character, it's like, man, I can't. This isn't as fun anymore. Is that? Do you guys find there's something with that? Or it's like you wish you could sort of have the same fun you used to, or do you think you're always opening new ways to enjoy yourself, to explore the game, explore yourself? I I definitely like for some. Like games I've played, it, it, there's definitely sometimes there's like a point where it's like, oh, I don't like, I don't like this matchup, or I don't like this system change, or my character got nerfed, mm. and it's like, this is not as fun as it was. But like, I think like for the games I've like really stuck with, like, I I, I think I still always enjoy parts of it. Like, no one enjoys losing. But like, I st- like for for Dragon Ball Fighters, even though basically it's gone sort of inactive for a little bit, like I would st- still say I enjoy the game. Like, and I've been playing it for came out twenty eighteen, so like five yeah. five years pretty much. And I I mean I still love it. Like, like faults and all. Yeah. Or like annoyances. Mm, yeah. But that's. Nah. That's me. I, I think in general, if someone is good at something, they'll enjoy it a lot more. Mm. Yeah. Because if you're playing a game and you, you keep your shit <laughs> pretty much, yeah. and you keep losing, like you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. And if you play tennis and, and you like can't keep a ball in the court, you, know, you can't hit a tennis ball. You're, yeah. you're not going to enjoy it. It is interesting though because like we say in <laughs> tournaments, like you know the real heroes are the guys that go O2 because half the bracket is made up of people that lose two matches and then they're done. That's their tournament experience. But some of those guys keep coming back every week. Some people just like to play the game. Some people have that improve improvement mindset where it's like, and some people really enjoy enjoy the game as well. Yeah, so exactly. So right. That's, that's um, yeah, because I think for me it's very interesting because it's like. Uh, I mean, I always played Smash growing up. Mm. Um, nice. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I wasn't sure. I heard, I heard a noise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, oh, I like always enjoyed Smash growing up, um, just because I was a huge Nintendo fan. Um, obviously, I only competed. Yeah. Started competing in like late 2019, uh, and then mm. COVID happened. But like properly in 2021. Yeah. Um, but it's like Did I you get money for it. Pardon? Did you get money? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I competed at a high enough level, did well enough where yeah. I could get some prizes for it. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't know. I just always loved the game. Um, and it helped that like one of my favorite video game characters got into Smash mm. in the fourth iteration back in like 2014. Yeah. Um, Have you followed like all these YouTubers that were gamers? Sorry, what's that? Did you used to follow, do you follow all the YouTubers that are big gamers? 
Uh, I don't know if they're as big now, but I remember like five years ago, there were all these YouTubers that were huge. Right, he right. He himself. <laughs> 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 no, I like mean... PewDiePie. I'm pretty sure PewDiePie was a gamer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone um, sort of knows PewDiePie. I didn't really follow him too much, funnily enough, Jack but... Jack Receptacle, is that his name? Jack, Se- Jack Septicai. Yeah. Crazy guy, crazy... That guy's got energy, man. Yeah, top of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> top of the morning to you, laddies. <laughs> no, but, um... Yeah, I think just for me personally, like, being able to like play as one of my favorite video game characters yeah. was pretty cool. I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people that play Dragon Ball because it's like you get to play as freaking Goku, man. Like, yeah. or like <laughs> yeah, Vegeta exactly, or somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's like when you, I don't know, there was just something about it because it was also like not only did I really enjoy playing my favorite video game character, I really liked his play style. Yeah. Um, like I feel bad for... Um, a rare, rare experience of a shock player. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel bad for people who were like, "Oh my God, Banjo Kazooie got in Smash!" Oh and my it's God. a zone. It's a zona. <laughs> so a zona, yeah. basically, in fighting games, like everyone hates zoners except yeah. for zona players. So it's basically like they're at the edge of the screen, like throwing stuff at you, and it's just like repetitive, and you just have to like dodge a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's Mama like, Mia, look at this. If heaven is a place <laughs> on earth, it is right here, right now. Don't drop it. Doesn't, doesn't work. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you? I told you to surprise us you, with the, the flavors. You know, he, more, more you know he did last week. He threw the camera over. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> Remember last week you tipped the camera over. Oh yeah. I the knocked, fuck? I knocked the camera. <laughs> 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 you knocked it over. Wait, so what, what do we have on tonight? You said you. Uh, I told so you to surprise is, the flavors. The, um, the margarita. Margarita. Very yeah. simple one. Very nothing too crazy. Yep. Well, yeah, that doesn't um, seem to work. It just it <laughs> pulls should, on the should, mic. Should I, like, yeah. move this yeah, maybe. Actually, let's, let's move the water. I have one that was his brother's recipe. Oh, yeah? Do you guys, Greek, do you guys want more water? Ham, I'm good, thanks. Pizza. Uh, I'm, I'm um, all right. And then after that, I've got pea, a pea sauce. Sauce. Kind of. This is what all the experts do. They, they cut the pizza with the scissors. Yeah, yeah. None, of that, none of that pizza slice business. No, I'm going to get pizza slice business. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there we go. Sweet. Nice. But like, oh. Yeah, because this kind of like breaks it, apparently. Oh, right, yeah, I see what you mean. There's yeah. a lot of the crust that like, oh, holds the crust in. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, see. I mean, to be honest, this is like easier, so. I mean, yeah. Oh, it was good as. Yeah, so um, start having some slices. Dude, I'm such a pussy though when it comes to hot stuff. Like, it's probably too hot to like be in my mouth. <laughs> it's like, it's so, it, it's no, terrible. I'm, I'm so, I'm so sensitive to like warm food. Actually, looks really good. Yeah, hopefully it is good. I mean, oh, I just fell down. over the mic. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah, it did. It's a lot. Plastic. Does look quite hot. I took it Is first, it but I'm not eating it first. It's warm. I'm just going to be careful. It's oh, very good. nice. Wonderful. That's good. Not good. Glad, glad to hear. Low key, my favorite part of pizza is kind of just the dough. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that, that's, what it, that's the difference, man. It's like all the pizza shops, they just have got the, got the electric ovens. They don't care about the dough. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Shit. Whereas this, this is the future, man. I this hope, is, yeah. at least. Yeah. The the, du- the the crust is the most important thing in our pizza. Mm. Mm. Yep, it's good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, the crust is the palate cleanser. Yeah, definitely, and you gotta be good. It's gotta be good bread. Yep. 
Yeah, it smells it. Tara. Instantly comes out. Yeah. So what's in the news, fellas? What's been happening? Oh, oh shit. Sorry, there you go. Let me check. <laughs> 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 Have you seen that one tweet where it's a guy? He like, he's just walking. He's in a supermarket. He's yeah. in a supermarket and like, there's like a can of, um, I don't know, beans or something. It falls and he's just like, oh, picks it up. And then quickly he's just like. <laughs> and the captain's like, got to check just in case. Yeah, it was like security camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might have been like a convenience store or something. Yeah, and it just catches something. Yeah. Maybe he is. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hello? Are oh, you drooling on me? What the hell? <clears throat> Someone's hungry. Do you think in terms of sort of the mental aspect, because I feel like that's sort of, you know, the big sort of come out commonality between the two, two fields, is that like, do you think you're just sort of like born with it or do you think it's something you can really attune to? Both. both it's yeah. definitely both. Mm. Like some people are just born with um, faster reaction times, like stronger bones. Yeah. But it's but like... Talent, it, it, the it's because we're talking about like I'm picking up on other people and stuff, right? It's like the physical aspect is like, at least with tennis, very identifiable. You know, if you're a little dwarf boy, you know, <laughs> you're not going to be a great player. You're going to be the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like that one arm. Um, well, yes, it does not favor short people. It's crazy how tall some tennis players are. It's like I think there was a um, the average height is one eighty five. I think. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like one seventy two ish for reference. It's like, and I'm like, well, I think uh, you can be good if you're short, but your game has to change. It can't be the same yeah. as a player. Yeah, game. right. Um, you can't but it, get extra height on yeah. smashes oh, I, was, I was always really bad at like s serves and smashes but like my ground game was like made up for it mm. um, like you you spend less time like getting down to the ground so yeah. those low shots are easier to hit by the way feel free to have more slices if, um, you, no, if actually the nice. PE pizza doesn't entice you or anything um, so yeah what are we talking about smashes um <laughs> Have you have you ever smashed a tennis racket? No. Have you ever married? Yeah, of course. Really? Because you're such a calm guy. You're such a calm and jolly guy. Almost everyone has smashed a tennis racket. Really? Like 99.9% uh, .9 of played people that years, have played tennis didn't smash a racket smashed at all. a tennis racket at some point. I think I've been close to, but it's like, I feel like if I... I never really got <laughs> mad at tennis. I would get, like, mad, but not like... You wouldn't see me visibly get mad. Unless, mm. like, you see me, like, shake my head and feel like, come on, like... Like, why did I do that? It would be verbal, maybe, but never physical. The worst I would do is maybe, like, punt a ball into the, like, fence. Mm. Yeah. Um, Very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I mean, because well, obviously I didn't have spare rackets, so I'm like... <laughs> I, um, no, I didn't have spare rackets, right? So if I, if I smash my racket, I'm like, well, yeah, I, can't, yeah, exactly. I can't play yeah. anymore, right? Yeah. Um, and also I value, like, obviously growing up, my parents would buy that for me. So I'm like, mm. I value my parents' investment in my, like, passions. So I'm not going to just, like, smash a tennis racket, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, like, you know, controllers are pretty expensive. Like, one... We have, uh, another question. Have you guys ever smashed a controller? No. no. I've never... I've no, what? No. I've definitely... What? I've, I've like, smashed so many. I've, like, thrown my controller onto my bed. But, like, that's because it's my bed. I've so smashed, it's, like... I've smashed I've tossed it onto the bed just because I'm like, oh... You know, not because I'm not angry. It's yeah. Like, oh. mm. But like for for me, like some of like the most expensive controller I have, like I 
I think it retails for like three hundred bucks. Is it a, is it a box or? No, no, no. It's like um the DualSense um Pro. Oh. Oh, DualSense Edge. That's what it's Does called. It got, like the little macros on it. Yeah, it's got the little um paddles oh, yeah. on the back for extra buttons. Mm. So what I, I'm always. Do? Well, it's just like extra you buttons. Anything, yeah, you can bind them oh, to like. Okay. Are there rules around that? Because I know like in Smash you can't really um, have macros. Well, it's um. Well, since the PlayStation controller, I can't use it for Smash. But yeah. basically, um, like what I use it for is um Street Fighter Six. Oh, and okay. like Capcom Pro Tour, they were like people with control. Like I think the there's like a maximum number of buttons you're allowed to have, mm. and the DualSense like Edge stays within that limit. Yeah. Because if yeah. you have a bind for like literally every single button available, you can. There have been some people who've been able to find some pretty crazy exploits like being able to like block like and then throw tech everything as well like with um, oh yeah 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 so basically there was like this um glitch that involved like a button macro and basically like you could just like mash it and you couldn't like be opened up at all mm. like your opponent couldn't hit you with anything mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, know, I remember that. So, yeah. fortunately, that got um, patched out. Speaking of, like, mental damage, man, nothing more terrifying to me when I play, like, Smash. Go into the game. The guy doesn't go into the stand and the controller change. He goes into the Switch menu to start, start like... Oh, that's even worse. Like, oh, what, 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 Wait, what really? Kind of, what kind of shit is he going to pull? Well, for some people, it's, like, comfort. Like, some people want to have their jump button on their D-pad for yeah. some reason. Dude, it's buzz yeah, that's that that weird. It just like opened up a Switch menu channel. Oh, I saw that, yeah. What's this guy doing? It's uncommon, but it's always such a sight. You remember it every time someone yeah. opens up like the native controller mapping yeah. menu instead, instead of like, like the, the, the game one. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting because it's like, it's a difficult line to walk. Obviously, there's a bit, a bit of controversy in the Smash scene regarding like the, the hitbox. Yeah. Um, oh, so or like yeah, the, for Marin, there's like a box controller. Yeah. Where it's like it's basically kind of like, like an arcade sort yeah. of like yeah. traditional buttons. But it okay. basically has like your um directional movements are basically like a keyboard. So it's sort of like like sort of like W A S D. It's yeah. kind of like that, but they're just like specific buttons. Yeah. And so it allows for some like gr like a way greater degree of control since mm. like all of the inputs are digital. So there's no human error behind any of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's controversy behind that. But then there's also like, you know, to what degree do you sort of allow this? Because for some people, it's genuinely an, an accessibility yeah. option. So. Yeah. Injuries in, in video games are like surprisingly common, at least for fighting games. Injuries? Yeah. Well, like, like, um, and like carpal, carpal tunnel, tunnel and yeah. arthritis. Yeah. arthritis. Yeah. Melee, especially like the GameCube Smash Bros. is just like, Dude, oh, it's, it's such a gorgeous controller, but it destroys yeah. your hands. Yeah, there's like that video of like... Back. You gotta push down all the way, that's the issue. It's like yeah, but there's like um, like a video of like how many actions per minute, like oh, yeah. in like melee or something. Okay. And it's basically like on the same level as um, like this uh, really competitive uh, like um, real-time strategy game called StarCraft. And it's just, like, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Well, it's like in, a, in League, for example, a lot of like pro League players can suffer from like wrist issues because they're like, you know, a lot of APM on their mouse. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine? 
Yeah, yeah. like OC 12 hours players, a day. Not, not, not play players, man. Oh, like rhythm um, gamers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different breed of people. Basically, it's Damn. like they click on the screen and like drag the mouse around and it's just like yeah, a yeah, lot I, of... I know a girl that had to go to the doctor because it was bad for playing on a suit for like... <laughs> oh, no. Because like, just fucking... She fucked her wrist. Yeah. Yeah, can't because he just overuse the tendons. It's, like, it's yeah, too I much. I don't want to have the table because he's going to mess with the mic. Oh, true. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm, a, I'm a drummer as well. So it's mm. like, yeah, I yeah. also use my wrist <laughs> for like that as well. So yeah. between like... Yeah, between, I don't know, growing up playing, like, table tennis, tennis, uh, like, video games, drums, music. Yeah. It's, like, my, my hands have been through it all. Right. Yeah, I've al- I also did, like, um, a bit of um, saxophone in yeah. high school, mm-hmm. and I've got my own. I just haven't really put it to any yeah. use. <laughs> I, think, I think instruments are, like, sort of the worst, because I feel like controllers are sort of very much based around human hands. I feel like whenever I try to pick up an instrument, whenever I try to play piano, I feel like I am breaking, I am breaking my, like, bones or something yeah because controllers are designed they're like a lot of them are designed with ergonomics in mind they're meant to fit comfortably in your hands whereas Mm. instruments um they're designed in such a way so that they create the sound yeah like you can't make say a a saxophone or a clarinet nicer to feel in your hands by like oh digital true uh but without it like changing what sound comes out yeah yeah yeah. um speaking of Marin, are there any (laughs) are there any cursed tennis rackets Cursed tennis rackets? Yeah, well, tennis aren't rackets they, that can, like, destroy your hands or well, something. Wouldn't they all be under, um, like, specific standards? Really? Like, no, no. I, no. I, yeah, is there a regulatory body for tennis rackets? <coughs> a regular body? Regulatory body for, like, tennis rackets. Do you mean, like, the shape? Like, the head size? Like, do they have to be, like, a certain shape or, like, have a certain weight to them? Or, or like, grip? They, I think there are. I don't actually know the exact specs, mm. but there are. Usually it's, like, around this big. Yeah. And um, it's around 300 grams on average. Right. Yeah. So you can't I, just I have think like there a are. I'm pretty sure there you are specs. Like a, you can't have like a rock. You can't bring a rock to a tennis game. I think. There's this one guy, Andy Roddick. He was playing with a frying pan. <laughs> oh, for like an exhibition <laughs> yeah. match, probably. Or against this guy that thought he could beat him. Oh. And he still, oh, and he still lost. Of course. Damn, that's crazy. Because <laughs> you know how players are like sometimes. Oh, we yeah. can beat professionals. We can oh. win game off games off professionals. Yeah. yeah. He he played this guy with a frying pan, and he he, he still beat him. That's the thing. It was just kind of what we're getting to. It's like, what's the difference from like once you reach a technical hurdle, it's like your proficiency. You can like, you know, you know how to play tennis. You're not thinking about like how you're playing. Like you, you're not focusing on yourself, but you still get your ass handed to you by a guy with a frying pan. Yeah. It's like, how does, <laughs> where, where does that gap? That's a good reality check. Where is like the gap in ability come come from? Um, I'm gonna go keep technique and fundamentals, <laughs> right? It's yeah. like uh, it's funny that you mentioned that with the frying pan. There's a channel I watch on YouTube called Pongfinity, and it's like it's a bunch of table tennis guys, and they're really good. Um, like they they compete um, on a professional mm. level, like not super super like yeah. top of the world, but enough, right? Like they've won championships and things like that. They're from Finland, um, but they do like public challenges where it's like, to like a park, and they're like come challenge us to a game of like table tennis. And it's like, you get to pick what items they use. So sometimes they'll use like a frying pan. Sometimes they'll use like a cup or something. <laughs> and, the, and these guys like still just like completely destroy these randoms. Yeah. I mean, obviously the randoms aren't the best at table tennis, mm. but it's like, you, you're so proficient at what you do is that, and especially with like something like tennis or table tennis, you sort of know how 
a ball feels. Yeah. And so you know how to hit it no matter what you're using. Mm. But like, strangely enough, like video games, it's like completely different. Like you will have like someone who's plays use like a specific type of controller and they've used that for basically hell sometimes their whole life. And then sometimes you'll give them like a different controller and their level of skill will just go way down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What was funny? Because the feel, it's, it's yeah. different. The muscle memory, right? Like the, it's uh, you have like a GameCube controller and then you have like a pro controller. And mm. even though they're quite similar and all the buttons do the exact same thing, they're in slightly different positions. Yeah. And for some people that like messes them up a bit more. Um, or like being a, being a drummer, it's like, I'm used to how, where my kit pieces are. Yeah. I know I got to like, extend my arm this much mm. to hit this like one. how long how heavy your sticks are yeah exactly right so when you move like when i've had to move to like different kits uh it definitely takes like a little bit of time like 10 minutes adjust. or something just to like get used to like the space around yeah. me like you know maybe this tom maybe the snare is a bit too high or this symbol is so far away or maybe like one of my symbols that i use like the ride <coughs> that mm. is used for like rhythms is like here but normally i have it like here yeah so it's like instantly instinctively i'll go down to like do a fill and I'm gonna finish here, but I should be finishing here instead. Yeah. Like for saxophone, the most similar thing would probably be um, like mouthpiece and then the reed. Mm, Cause yeah. like there's different, um, it's like thicknesses of the reed. Yeah. And I think for like most like, like adults and like professional players, they'll usually use like a two and a half or like three like thickness of yeah. reed. And like, if you're using like a different level of thickness or a different kind of mouthpiece, like your whole um, like play and sound can sound completely different. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. So in high school, I used to be a clarinetist. Mm. Um, so I would be used to like one way of like playing the the clarinet. Like you know, you use a, like I think it's like a one and a half reed or two. Yeah. On a clarinet. What's a clarinet? It's a. It's, um, it's, it's an like instrument. A, so it's a long black like sort of like tube. Yeah. Um, with like a little um, ho- like sort of horn shape at the end, similar yeah. to like a trumpet shape but you know small it's, it's sort of yeah it's sort of in between like i guess like a a flute and, and then, then also like a saxophone trumpet kind of thing yeah um and yeah, it's got a bunch of keys uh and like you <coughs> to make the sound you gotta like block the holes yeah okay um mm-hmm. so it's like sort of similar to like flute or recorder where you mm. have to block the holes to change the note yeah but um but un- you unlike unlike saxophone which like has buttons for the keys yeah. that pr- cover the holes so like clarinet you have to specifically cover each holes with, with your, your finger. finger yeah and if your finger like can't cover the hole properly then your sound gets ruined or it's like yeah because like if it's if it's not covering it properly because even though my finger could definitely cover the whole um part of like a note if i like if i don't hit it correctly mm. then it, like there'll be a little gap for the air to escape and it'll just like change the sound yeah um, but with reeds for example it's like my dad got into a uh, tenor saxophone oh, yeah. um like a couple of years back and i was like oh yeah i'll try it out myself I, it took me so long to get a sound out of it. Yeah, because it's, you need it's way a, more air. Yeah, right. It's a completely different read. It's a different way of like blowing that I'm used to. Mm. But yeah, um, Riley, going back to your question, it's skill, skill level. Skill. Yeah. So like, what is level of skill? skill? What is skill, though? Do you think skill is the time put into it mm-hmm. um, and your ability to execute yeah. those the um, things you've practiced, the repetition you've put. Mm. Uh, just the this, this skill you've been able to gain through all the training. So the skill level's much higher than this guy here. So, so the guy with the fry pan skill level's here. Yeah. Where the other guy's like here. Yeah. Like just because he hasn't done as much it as might, this guy. It might guy. be because I'm not very good at, at sports and things, but um, 
the thing about repetition, I'm just sort of like, thank you, Trent. Um, I'm like, how how true is that? I mean, it's definitely true to a fact, to a degree, right? But like, quite often, I feel like you see sort of breakthroughs in terms of how someone wants to play. Yeah. Or like, where does that come from, and how much does that sort of contribute to this sort of different way of looking at it or different way of playing? Yeah. What, what is uh, sometimes it's a unique thing, so everyone kind of has their own play style and 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 their own way of doing things, I guess, mm. right? Yeah. Because everyone does things differently, right? Mm. Um, yeah, that's actually it. Every, everyone mm. does things differently. Yeah, everyone's body's different. Everyone's got different limbs, right? So it's not going to yeah. look the same. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you mean like like breakthroughs in terms of like improving? In yeah, like yeah, improving. Mm. Or it's like mm. you can just like play on a higher level, you know, in the process, in the span of like one week. As, you know, you could Usually it takes time. Like you, there's not much you can do in a week, to be honest. Well, yeah. yeah. People think you can, but nothing well, no, ha much I mean, happens it, it in It takes week. time, but it's like you sort of, you reach like a plateau. Yes. And yeah. Um, you, you get above that. What is perspective, sort of mindset. Yeah. Mindset mm. is very big. Yeah, I think there's like two things to it because um, like both in Smash Bros and in tennis, um, obviously, you know, I practiced a lot, but I think what sort of helped me sort of, guide me and also like sometimes uh, it's just putting in more hours yeah it's putting in more hours but then also like watching right a lot of people say like uh, yeah learning like from bot analysis or like review yeah. of like a video like a match um it's, it's it's interesting i sort of only understood that concept playing yeah. smash bros uh because like analyzing your matches is such a huge cultural thing mm. in fighting games um, and it's like, I never thought like as a kid I'm like why did I never record my tennis matches but I watch so much tennis yeah. that it's like I see these situations that appear at any level of play that the professionals are in and yeah. I see how they deal with it and you sort of learn from that and try and apply it yourself I think when we talked about plateaus it sort of applies there as well because you could see you could see the answer mm. but then it's another thing to execute the answer yeah I, I think that's another huge point you got there friend and this is something I've told my brother like a, a lot because like Watching, you know, J JM League, right? Watch my match, I'm like, I shouldn't do this. And it's like, if I what, didn't have that, like, video recorded, it's like, I would have never picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even on... And I, think, I think this is something we picked up for tennis, right? Me, who's never really played tennis. Like, you should watch your matches back if you can record them because you can learn so much. I do. Yeah. Mm. You record them? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's great. The yeah. ones I can. Not yeah, all well, of yeah, them, but the ones you. that I can, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you see things differently. A lot differently because you think you're doing something one way and then you see how you actually do it and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, no, because I feel like <laughs> right? when I was uh, playing in like juniors, what? they had like rules against it because like you weren't allowed to like record minors because like we were yeah. all under 18 playing. <laughs> so you couldn't like actually get people to, I mean, you could secretly do it, but if you got caught, you, <laughs> might, like get, you might get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, um, there'd be a few questions. Well, so, no, cause, like, cause, cause one time, okay, so one time I did get annoyed in a match because like, um, there was one guy watching I didn't actually know that. watching his son and he was like recording him mm. but it was like I was on the other side of the court so I could see him like right up pressed up against the gate recording oh, his son yeah, that's and tough. I'm just like like it's not the biggest distraction but I lost the game and I'm like yeah, like, it's stop, true. stop, stop recording the, man the tiniest thing can distract um, you it's crazy like, I'm like stop recording but then my uh, like the manager of our team or the captain of our team um, his dad was like oh technically they're not meant to do that I'm like oh why is that it's like yeah because like your kids like technically you're not meant to Record or at least as, as part of my yeah, without permission. Without permission. Oh, sorry. <laughs> without permission, a part of that, uh, the tennis the junior tennis association said like, yeah, you're not allowed to record um, these matches yeah, uh, for child safety. Seems yeah. ridiculous. 
Mm. Like it's a tennis match. Like yeah. What yeah. You know? <laughs> but like, <laughs> not much going on. Just you know. Yeah. Really. Mm. <gasps> I guess it just oh. maybe like oh, you both players need consent to it, and then it's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Thanks, yeah. Charlie. Thanks. No worries. Um, by the way, feel free to have another slice. So this is um, a pea pea based sauce. Interesting. Mm. Uh, with with uh, pancetta. Oh. See, I saw the green, and I'm like avocado. Like. Oh, <laughs> Apparently it's good, but um, I've never had it. Cool. And sure. I might have messed up the recipe, so we'll... Where did you get this recipe from? Um, a YouTube channel called Vito Yacatelli. Wait, that's really nice. Yeah. It's like, the uh, sometimes I think pea can be a bit mm. overpowering, but that's very no, nice. It is, it is good, yeah. No, I didn't expect it. I didn't know what I was going to expect. But mm. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, like, spinach and sort of, like, pea purees, it's a yeah. very subtle taste. Mm. Mm. No, this is really good. This is going on my... On the regular. <laughs> yeah. On the regular. Because it's very subtle and it's mm. very... um. It's just good. It's like sweet. Yeah. Oh, you know when you hit the meat? And when you hit the meat, mm. it's just... That's good. It complements wow, that's really, really nice. Yeah. Bro, I keep sitting on my like, hands and your phone? phone. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I was wondering what that was. I keep sitting on it, and like, it's so easy to butt dial. Oh, is it? Mm. I have butt dialed many times. I rarely do it. I, well, I mean, with touch I've probably done it like once. Mm. I've done it a couple of times. It's very embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> Especially with autocorrect. <laughs> like, there was a time where it was like, I think it was present in the middle of suggested text. And I was like, "Subidu is a long-term business plan." <laughs> Am I good to take this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. Cheers. Um, um, anyway, breaking up the episode here real quick. Holy <laughs> on the second half. I haven't told Trent. I told Costa because we had to prepare. We're having a live match. Oh, are we? We're what? Yeah, I'm gonna cook your ass. Oh, okay. At uh, what? At tennis. Smash. Smash? Okay. I was, gonna, I was gonna try and like do play fighters. I don't know. I don't know if Trent plays fighters. No. 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 I know. I know. I know. Costa used to play a little bit. A little bit of Smash. And he lost. He lost to Epic. Epic Really? Epic? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see. I, I, I scored your. Um, I scored your <laughs> <laughs> Smash. No, so good. I did. Um. I did take a game off Raze once. He knows more Raze? about Raze. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Nice. Like against his against his link. Like, yeah. Like and yeah, that's good. <clears throat> yeah, no, that was like when I was like, I was like, Smash was basically like. Do you know? I, I know playing. a good podcast idea would be. What? This would be the best idea ever. Mario Kart podcast. Do you think? Maybe this can. Maybe It's so much fun, right? Yeah. I know you're doing the race. You're doing a whole circuit, right? So you've probably got like 10 minutes to talk about random content. Yo, I kind of messed up here on OBS. I had accidentally had like two tracks for the Switch. One was way louder. So I'm just going to commentate over everything. Talk about what we were talking about at the time. Because we weren't... It didn't really show up on the video. That being said, this is sick. I set it up so we could have a live match between one of the country's best fighters players versus potentially one of the country's best show. <laughs>
Maybe the be best shelf player in the country. Probably the best shelf player in the country. So here we go, they're just changing their controls. They were sort of talking about here, like, where did the name came come from, right? So like, what is Gal P? And it, I forget where the Gal came from, but like the P was like a meme, it like stood for, was it like perfect? Was it like um, Petros, you know, what what could it be? Um, I made a joke somewhere about like, damn, you should play Ness. So I'm gonna be like, you know, the Gal P Ness, but we never know. And then Kasai Costa basically said that his name came from like his first and last name put together. You can see him here playing with the controls, making sure he's comfy, got all that stuff going, all solid, all good. Good to see those kicks working like that. Um, on other terms, how's how's everyone's day? How's all our listeners' day going today? You know, how are they going? Top of the morning to you, laddie. Um, so that's Kasai's controls, you know, he's got a very, he's got a very, uh, solid control set. I think that's both of them, right? Hazardless rule set. There were no items on. I played a game later, it had items. And you can see everyone in the corner there playing the game. So it's very cute. Picked a random stage. Didn't, didn't do any crazy gentleman stuff. Galpi. Who, what characters they're going to go for? I already know because this is in the past, but that being said, um, we're gonna see it. We're gonna go for, she's gonna go for a Shulk. What's what's Kasai gonna go for? Is he, he's got his hand on Joker. Me Brawler. Yes, he's talking about his, his name here. What else I was gonna say is, within the match, there's a lot of talking about what we sort of discussed in the podcast and a lot of like, oh, well, you know, the skills actually do translate over a bit. You do have a bit of, like, um, transference in, in this. He picks the blue, blue Roy. Oh, yeah, he's talking about his name here. He's like, coincidentally, so Kasai, he plays Roy, right? And he, he got this name when he was playing Smash. He plays Roy, and in Japanese, Kasai means fire. So it's very fitting, very cool. They're going to Smashville. Let's see how this game opens up. A speed up from Trent. Okay, good up tilt. Controlling space pretty well. That being said, Kasai is still being pretty good with it. He's being pretty nice with it. Buster's on, but will he be able to get some... He's got some good damage. 70%, 80%. Very solid stuff. That being said, this is Roy, and he is very explosive. Oh, good counter. F tilt, keep him off. But he's just going to be able to position way better with the jump on. And a sad, a very, I guess that was an SD, a very sad Roy moment, really. That being said, uh, just just gets the F smash and a taunt, two taunts, three taunts. He gets the triad. All right, down tilt. So it's kind of back to being even again. Okay, good up, good up E. Into Buster. And he is just going to do some serious damage. 61%, 70%, 91%, 100% off of like one bus route. That's pretty impressive. And he's going to kill off of off of that and up here. That being said, Kasai brought it back really fast. First stock, so let's see how we can do this, this time. Best the down tilt, forward throw. Oh, up tilt, forward tilt, oh, forward Okay, this is like pretty dominant on the part of Trent right now. That being said, a pretty good showing by Kasai. He's been able to pull off some things that are like, um, 
pretty like pretty good. Just because he hasn't really played Smash in like years. Um, and yeah, just been playing like fighters since then. Uh, okay, messes up the up B. Doesn't get punished for it though. And just a really good back hit of the air there. Um, he's very good. He understands Shulk on a very fundamental level. It's like Shulk's got like some unorthodox sort of moves, I guess. But Trend definitely knows how to use them. Um, oh, and just a really solid counter there, and able to pick up on that because you know Shulk's back air is a pretty like. Oh, okay, there we go. He takes it back. That being said, it was a last stock game against one of the best players in the in the state. Um, after not playing Smash for like two two years or whatever, so good match by Kasai. So this was a best of three. It was whoever whoever gets yeah best of three um, is the winner, right? Same character. Something I'll say here, which is kind of disappointing, is that Marin's like, you know Trent's good because he's just talking so much while he's playing and Costa was talking too. But like, we don't get to hear it because I messed up the audio. Northern Crater, this stage is not legal, but it's on my rule set because of my show, my rules. Um, oh, was that a mess? No, he's, he's back. So some pretty good control on the part of Trent again, able to really keep him out there. Good down throw dash attack he's doing a lot of damage with Basarad he's really like hitting it where it counts because I was just sort of throwing out stuff but he is it is it is methodical he's just not hitting the, the juicy the juicy boy sweet, sweet spot and that's a really good forward out on the part of Trent I I mean this is me sort of saying it knowing how the match goes but like I think there's a lot of good spacing and like positional awareness for the forward air and just takes it with an F smash just takes it up. I kind of feel bad for Marin here because he has no idea what he's watching. He, he doesn't know what's going on really. Um, which is alright, but you know, it's the one, it's episode of 1v1 competition. I can't, I can't make him go, um, yeah. Oh, see, that, that, that forward air was really good because it kind of covered like all of, all of the size options. But yeah, it's 1v1 competition. I can't have like a four player game, three player game. What is this? Alright, so being a bit more careful with his moves here, both of them. Because, yeah, Kasai's on his last stock and he has to make it up two stocks. And Trent is also, I think, sort of just wanting to maintain his, like, um, his his lead, pretty much, is what, I, what I'd say. We, we've talked about it a bit more later on the show. I think we might have done it before as well. It's sort of the mindset shift that comes from, like, when you're in the lead, you sort of, like, start playing worse because like good forward two and good up be there i am surprised like roy's up he can kill off the top so yeah but just doing more damage to the buster that's just he's re he's just really got that i don't know why i don't know if it's a mental thing or, or what he just he does so much damage but yeah the forward air again and bam Okay, never mind. It didn't actually oh, spike, game, but it was still a pretty sick kill. <laughs> and now we're back to the. the, the Hold that! Oh, yeah, 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 I, I set it up earlier and I was like, oh, damn, I just like kept playing in the CPU. Yeah. Um, damn. But yeah, oh. good set there. And oh, and the pizza tastes so much better as well. Oh. <laughs> tastes, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I do think, yeah, there is some kind of crossover mentally.
even though that didn't necessarily show it with... I, I wonder, what is, like, the... Would co cost of Yibia, if you were to translate the skills over directly, who would be high ranked? Who would be... Because I feel like Smash is a bigger scene than Fighters. Would I be, would I be high ranked at Smash? Um, no, prob probably not, but it's also because... I guess I just, like, haven't really... Tried. Like played no no like played at least like to a high competitive level yeah. in a while. So while people have been like really grinding it out and like getting better, I've like either stagnated or even gotten worse. Mm. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, like one of the greatest players of Smash Bros, MK Leo, um, he was like uncontested number one since 2019. Yeah, until like I want to say recently, but some people say he's fallen off or he's gotten washed. Um, but he sort of says that, like, you know, the game's been out for, for five years, right? And eventually, like, he was one of the, the early adopters. Like, he's been playing since 2010 or something in Smash Brawl for yeah. the Wii. So he's had so much experience, and he was already at the top of the competitive level in Smash 4 um, back in, like, uh, 2014 to 2018. And then going into Ultimate, he just sort of was able to, like, he started at a much higher base than people just getting into the game. Yeah. From all those years of experience, but then he's saying now the game's been out for so long, people have grinded, people have grinded hard, and now it's just like people have caught up to him. And at one yeah. and at one point, like it's not that you plateau, but it's just that like people reach your level. Yeah, mm. or better. Yeah. yeah. The competition cat catches up. That's interesting. Do you think it's um because like people are sort of innately better, or do you think it's like you carved the path and people can just follow that more easily? You know. Both actually. Like if you're surrounded the second by one more. Real, you reckon, yeah. Because you carve the path and then th there's an easier path for them then they just move up. That's, yeah, that's, what, that's what's it. What's the thing where it was like the guy that did like the one minute mile or something? Where one it's like, mile. it was all like five minute mile or something where it's like no one had run, ran a mile. This is, this is it's probably one minute. Mile. It's probably one minute. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, probably. It's five minutes for a mile. That's, it seems like a long time. Yeah, it was, it was a two minute mile. Because you could know. probably sprint like a, a, a mile. How much is a mile? Like 600 meters? Yeah, I think that's 1.6 k's. Oh, okay. It's the other way around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it seems like a minute. Because if you sprint 800 meters, you could easily do that in a, a minute. Yeah. And if, if you're a professional who does only that, then you could probably get it in like a minute. Yeah. So I'm not minute. sure if it's a minute or if it's two minutes or whatever. But there was this one guy who did. Who's, everyone's like, you can't do this. No one's done this before, right? Yeah. And then one guy did it. He's like, oh, you can't actually do this. This is physically possible. And then like the next year, like 40 people did it. Yeah, because they, they saw, oh, this guy can do it. So yeah, now we that, can do there it is, as well. There, like that is... Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah, you carved the way. Yeah. Um, what was yeah. interesting, because it's like, if we think back to like Smash Melee for the GameCube, um, you had like people that would like discover things. Mm. Like discover these new like techniques or these new like options. Yeah. Um. Or even all like the the famous exploits that uh, in the game like wave dashing and all these different movement techniques that you can do in the game. And a lot of these players that were like the king at the time, but then people come up and then they sort of like just surpass them, right? Yeah. Uh, and even now, it's like you have people. Uh, you know, this game's like over twenty years old, but you still have people that are coming up and doing really well. It's mm. even surpassing, you know, the people that have been just, at the top for, for ten years, yeah. right? Do you know what surprises me the most? When you play Call of Duty now, because you play Call of Duty online, right? Like mm -hmm. I used to be a right at Black Ops, mm -hmm. 
but um, I think I, I tried Black Ops 3. I don't know if it's a Black Ops 3, but I, I'm sure modern, I don't know. There's just so many. I played one of the new ones, mm. and I was like, mm, I used to be all right at the previous one. Let me play the new one. And then you respawn, you get headshot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you respawn, headshot. You go around, oh, where, where, where is everyone? Boom, Boom headshot. Yeah. And then you look at the replays, and there's a guy from like all the way on the other side. They're just so good, man. They're just grinders. All yeah. they do is, well, they do is play... You know Valorant, right? It's a PS game, Valorant. Mm. All they do yeah. is play COD. Yeah, well, it's like I played Valorant when it first came out and I came from like a CSGO background. So I had... Yeah, uh, Counter-Strike like, as well. I had like sh- Counter-Strike. shooter game experience. That was, that was such a fun week, bro. It was just all the League players would just get destroyed. <laughs> by anyone. I'm terrible at CS, right? I'm terrible at TS. I just know you just can't like walk around, like run around corners. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, you just win. Was yeah. that, what was that most famous map in, in Counter-Strike? The original Dust one? 2? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it was good. That but, rings um, a few yeah, bells. So, like, yeah. Uh, with Valorant, like a lot of the AK people that had those, yeah. those, uh, those shooter experiences... <laughs> Um, did really well, but then it's like, you know, after like a couple of months, we stopped playing Valorant. And then I think earlier this year, we were like, oh, let's just play it. So we had a little, like, we're playing for a month, sort of like a little phase. But then everyone just got like so good. Yeah. Just the, the, That's what the, happens. Just the, just the general level of the They're player just, base yeah. just like went up. So even like your average Joe would be like killing yeah. you in like two shots. Your mm. top Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I feel like that swift most games sports it's just it's the competition skill. the competition lifts each other lifts each other up yeah kind of just the way it works yeah but i think that's something that's really cool about sports because it's like uh because like games come and go but sports are like forever right usually yeah um and like what, what stops people is either they retire they get old and like because there's so much physical physically yeah. um like it's their body that's their timer mm. rather than just like and emotional yeah yeah the body's the timer instead of the um like say how lively the the game scene is because like games die off they eventually you know they finish or they get new iterations i think it's it's also very mental because a lot of players get drained mentally Mm -hmm. because it's difficult doing the same thing your whole life right yeah like it it does get exhausting um that's why also like sorry go on a lot of players retire because of that yeah. But yeah. physically, they're still all right. It's just that mentally, they just, you know, don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I think an example of that would be someone like Nick Kyrgios. Like, he physically, like, is still, like, pretty good. Like, he's younger than some of the um, older players, like Roger Federer, who's retired, Nadal, yeah. Djokovic. Even though he's younger, I, like, saw, I think, a documentary about, I think it was um, last year's Australian Open, and that he was just... Like where um him and um Kokonakis won doubles, like f- for him like he said singles wasn't fun anymore, so it's that sort of like mental and like desire to even win, like yeah. even though he's still very skilled, like if you don't have a desire, I don't really a drive. To yeah, compete. exactly. Desire's big. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm always just like, <laughs> "What's happening? What, what, what's happening?" Um, We're yeah. just talking about Nick Curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so like getting to the end of like what makes people retire, like what keeps competitors like going on, because mm. um, we like, uh, I think it applies to both like sports and video games. Passion, when, um, I would yeah. say passion. passion, but also like all of these guys. It's less so for video games, but it's still to an extent. Uh, the, the top well, players yeah. become like celebrities, right? Mm. And so you have not only your own pressures, but then now this public pressure. Like yeah. you're like you're the best in the world, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna perform, right? Uh, and then what happens? Like we just saw 
um, at the, well, I've been keeping up with the Paris Masters. Um, Carlos Alcaraz, number one player, lost yeah. in the very first round. But that guy's doing really good. Yeah. Sa- Roman mm. Safiul, and I believe his name. Is. Yeah. Well, I think He's that's great. with like Smash, at least. There's no money in it. It's like fucking <laughs> <laughs> one. I, think it's, I don't think specifically. It's like, if like, there can't be a prize pool greater than like $2,000. Uh, no Something like that, yeah. So it's like between like top three, it's like the most you can win is like a grand. Like, I've what never a, seen like, any company or business <laughs> like kill their own like what? game yeah, of sports it's actually more true. than Nintendo. Apparently, um, like esports guidelines have been a thing for like forever. And mm. it's like, apparently what Nintendo has done isn't too dissimilar from what other communities have done, specifically like fighting games. Like apparently it's the same in Street Fighter or Tekken, but it's just so much more uh, extreme. Yeah. Because it's like Tekken, I think like, you know, there's six figures they're dealing with. Nintendo, it's like, yeah, here's five yeah. figures. Well, <laughs> well, the, the latest <laughs> song. Four figures. Four figures. Have three. Yeah. The latest yeah. song. <laughs> you can have three. Bro, that's, 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 that's the whole hand. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but the latest song. Capcom <laughs> Pro Tour. destroying their hands for like permanently for less than yeah. four figures. See, there's a tweet of like the <laughs> Hungry Box and it's like fifth place, See, three fifth fifty, place, yeah, like seventy bucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, it doesn't cover my flight home. It's like covers my dinner maybe yeah. for the next two days. But like um, for um Capcom for um for Street Fighter Six, the grand prize for their like Capcom Pro Tour. So it's like <clears> basically <throat> you'll compete or like people all over the globe will like compete in tournaments and they'll qualify for a spot. And then, like, if you win this, like, um, Capcom Pro Tour tournament, the grand prize for first is a million dollars. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. Or even, like, back a couple of years ago when Fortnite was just pumping, like, $3 million into their tournament for, like, yeah. prize money. And I heard like, that guy ridiculous. never got paid. He never actually got paid, really? I like, think. Like, he never got paid his million dollars. His Mr. Beast million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome Bujuto? No, just ham. Oh, it's ham, okay. Yeah. cheese and uh, as usual. Could have fooled me. Yeah, it actually looks really nice. You know, it's usually good, but it's like so expensive, man. You gotta eat the leaves. It's also it's like, so chewy. It's so. Mm. Oh, it depends on your prosciutto. You yeah. Like really good prosciutto, but it's like you gotta eat the leaves. Prosciutto is like two bucks for a whole bunch of prosciutto. Yeah. Yeah. Here it's like fucking ten dollars. Yeah. Like, well, it's because well, import. if they import it, then yeah, yeah it's yeah. that plus markup plus yeah. plus shipping. But I yeah. think even then, it's like at least I go to Woolies. I know my girlfriends like don't go to Woolies. Go to the yeah well, oh like, like have you so like it's all have you heard all like the stuff around like all the big um like coals and woolies just like billion dollar profits and oh yeah, yeah. it's just maybe making money yeah you know what surprises me the most about woolies the amount of food they have made in china really really yeah like you wouldn't like think it would you Woolworths products yeah like their Woolworths brand, brand. Oh. Woolies, even products in general but they even have Woolies products oh, that yeah, are made in China take some um, ah, napkin napkins and, and some nice. paper towels I feel like they were on the table but I, I don't know why <laughs> space yeah. Um, yeah speaking of that hopefully you're yeah, covering the pizza yeah I think you're covering the pizza I'll, I'll just put it on yeah here we go yeah. goat cheese ham oh you didn't show the camera this time oh yeah well I made it before I guess so it's like oh, okay, I, yeah, say, yeah, I made yeah. it make my reader a million times and now I show the camera but but yeah um, hopefully I get a guess on a couple of weeks talk about pickles dealing with um, dealing with Woolworths and, and things but we'll see it's actually crazy like how much stores like Woolworths or even like like big name brands mm. own, mm. like you know, like Nestle or Coca Cola. Yeah, like, they own. They own so much. Yeah, that's one thing. But for food to actually be made in China, that yeah. like really got me. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? That's, yeah, 
That's strange. I got like this nice pack of goji berries and I was like, oh yeah, goji berries. And they were made in China. And they were made in China. I was like, like what? Well, I mean, if it's like they're grown in China, it's like, okay, we're just grown in China. You know what's really crazy? Packed in China. Yeah, grown in China. The Nestle and everything though is that it's like, um, yeah, they've taken, these are like they've massive companies that have gone back like, I mean, some of them have gone like over, back like over a hundred years, right? And they just have crazy stories about like the time they have like caused mass famine in like, well not mass famine, like major famine in like parts of African like countries just from cutting off the water. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, like Nestle, it's like, what was it? It was some like Nestle just taking away people's water in Africa yeah. or, yeah. or something is no really scuffed. Yeah, there's it's like terrible, a... Terrible, isn't it? A lot of businesses have really bad... A really bad... Um, Practices? Histories or... History, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it's like, I mean... I a think lot of it Fashion Nova. Lockdown. I think Fashion Nova as well. I was looking into it and they had um, all these un- all these workers in like Thailand or Indonesia or somewhere mm. and they were owing millions and they, and they never ended up paying it. Mm. I feel like the ghost cheese isn't strong enough on this pizza. It's usually got more of a tang. Mm. But yeah, it's ridiculous how many like. I mean, you see like on Twitter and stuff like, uh, or even just some of my friends that like, yeah, boycott Nestle, like, like yeah. don't support it. Yeah, but KitKats are pretty good though. That's the issue. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like crunch, like. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing with consumerism, right? Mm. It's like. There's no, they say there's, there's no such thing as ethical consumerism, but I think um, the point is, like, once you know about something, it should be, like, it's, it's, it's in good conscience to, like, boycott something. Mm. To a degree. Like, I don't know, say if you're working for Nestle, it's like, do you leave? This is your livelihood. This is your job. I don't know. But you kind of can't, can you? Yeah, but, I mean, that being said, you know, if I had my way, everyone finance. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I man. I'm not being real though. I was watching like um, Aliens for the first time the other night. Mm-hmm. Halloween treat. I'm watching Aliens. Wow. Have you guys seen seen Aliens? Like the movie? I have. Yeah. I have a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. So um, you know the guy that's like with the um, what are the little guys called? The little the, xenomorphs? No, the the face ones. Face, face huggers. Face huggers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, mm. They're in like the test tubes. He's like, I'm gonna sneak them. I'm gonna sneak them back into. The Federation will make so much money. And I'm like, when I'm, if I watch this when I was a kid, I'd be like, no one's actually like this, this greedy. I'm like, man, I met so many people in finance that would just do this. Money. <laughs> be like, oh, bro. <laughs> I, gotta be, I gotta be grinding, man. I gotta be grinding. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, no, but it is crazy. And it's just a real outlook people have. <laughs> um, anyway, enough about my rant. <laughs> Onwards, um, <laughs> I guess general topics. I feel like we've covered a lot of sort of the sport. Competition. Does anyone want to have any other questions? Anything else they want to add in this discussion? Um, all right, thinking about it, have you heard of the? I mean, it's, it's it's almost like a meme, but have you heard of the the inner game of tennis? Oh, the book. The book. The book. I've I've heard of it. I've never read it. I think I've told Brody, my brother, to read it. Before. Yeah. What's this about? Say, yeah. Uh, so it's like a book, basically on like uh, competitors' mindset. Mm. Uh. Um, very famous book because uh, like sometimes you hear a lot of people talk about it when they're talking about mental in sport or just mm. competition in general um, I remember there was like I haven't read it but I did see like small concepts that they highlight two key ones being um, it's something like two different selves like your conscious self and your subconscious self and you have to like mm. treat them well 
because Definitely, it's like yeah. when people say like it's sort of an ego thing it's like oh it's like like you idiot or like why'd you do this and you're talking to yourself that's sort of like the ego is very misunderstood yeah that's sort of talking to like that second self uh but then also another key point that they hone in on is like mindfulness and awareness um and it comes but yeah that, that ego right it's like taking yourself out of like any external pressures and focusing what's in the moment mm-hmm. um something i find that you might find or even you when you compete is like if you're playing against like the like your first opponent and you're like seated to win mm. sometimes it's almost more nerve-wracking yeah yeah than like playing There's, against a, an opponent yeah, you're supposed to lose to yeah like today for example i was uh, having my tennis lesson and uh i was playing this guy and uh, <laughs> uh he's he's much worse than me i have to say yeah <laughs> and um I said, if you win this point, you're better than me at tennis, right? Did you win the point? And he hit a winner. Boom. <laughs> he won the point. I was like, oh my God. Career's over. My ego, my ego hit a, got do, a hit. Do you ever find, do you ever tend to find that in tennis? It's like people that are way worse than you are harder than people that are like slightly worse than you. No. At the start, yes. Yeah. Because you don't have the skill to, to like manage that. Yeah. because But after a while, you, you, you manage you it. You need it. I feel like you got to sort of adopt like a different sort of play style for different le- people you're facing who are at different levels yeah because mm. if you're trying one on one person yeah. or it's like you're trying okay for smash bros this was like interesting mm-hmm. i figured this out the other day i played a lot of sora and then i couldn't play like other characters anymore and i was playing terry one day i'm like i just got to like change how i think and i'm just i just got to act like i just want to smack people up really bad or something <laughs> and then i just win i just win like with that mindset yeah. And it yeah, it works out. Confidence is, is yeah, huge. Well, it's, well, it's, just like it's belief. It's like, like going from like a defensive sort of. It's it's your, mindset. It's like, definitely yeah, a mindset. At least I feel like, yeah. Because if you look at all the greatest athletes, mm. their mindset is really like powerful. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like they believe a lot. Yeah. Because a lot of the people that don't achieve or don't win don't believe. Mm. So it's, or are not confident. Yeah, well, you got to go into it thinking you're going to win, pretty much. Or you really, I think that's so true. If you come in thinking you're going to lose, you're going to like lose pretty much every time. Not um, if you're the better player. Like oh, there's times I I've thought know. I, I want to lose. I'm not. I don't. You know, really? don't want to play. You I know, think there's, and there's, you there's still win because you're like so much better. Because sometimes I'm like, if people are hyping me up and it's like, oh, like you got this, man. It's like, no, no. It's yeah, like, the you know, energy is going. I, I could like, you know, I could lose this. I'm not going to underestimate my opponent. Mm. Um, but I think like. I don't know. I always find it. It's interesting. I find more often than not, it's not. Uh, it's not that people are clutch, or like it's more. It's more that people. I think. Uh, sorry. I think people choke more often than people clutch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like that pressure. I feel like the most, is the pressure. Yeah. The most dangerous part of a game, uh, no matter what you're doing, like it could be you're up for. If you're up forty, love. There's so much pressure to close it out, mm. and then like you start making mistakes. You might play like mm. a little more reserved. The pressure is usually when it's when it comes to the end of the first or second set or end of the match. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, there's sorry, specific yeah, yeah. times. Yep. forty love. I get, not really. Well, as if it's love like zero 40. zero, then yeah, that's fine. But if it's like forty love and you're on like match point yeah, or like then set point, yeah, you do. Yeah, and it's yeah. the same way in like video games, right? You have a massive lead. It's mm. like oh. Now I don't. I always find. Can it's you like choke? Do you choke in video games? You would, right? It's yeah, possible. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All, the, all the time. There's been. There was one time like at Bam where. I nearly landed a perfect, but he didn't get hit once. He didn't get like hit once. But basically, like I just like messed up an input, and I like I like for that, I like basically like lost a character, 
and nearly like it, it could have steamrolled into me losing yeah. the match. But <laughs> well, it's the same. But how do you feel like when you're you're two sets to love up? And then all of a sudden, your opponent. You win the match. Yes, you feel good. If you're playing a, a best of five and your opponent then wins set three, it's the same way like in, in fighting games or something. Like you're, you're two are I, up. Honestly, I don't know because th they don't have best of five matches, only in Grand Slams. Uh, oh, that's right. Sorry, it's best of three. Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting, forgetting that. Yeah. Well, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, if you're one set up and then it's one, oh, I guess it's different. If it's, it's like different, three, like it's, it comes, it comes back oh, to momentum. You, no, I don't want to. So yeah. you, you want to kind of keep your foot on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like because the other player having just lost the first set, they they'll do either two things. They'll either kind of start tanking and give up on the set. Yeah. Or they'll start listening up and playing better. Yeah. Which is usually what they do. Yeah. And um, because they have less to lose now because they've lost the first set already. Yeah. They're over the nerves and stuff, so they start playing a lot better, actually. That's usually why you see a lot of the times players win the second set when they lose the first set. Mm. Yeah, or it's like any times I've done really like long bracket runs where like since I'm like a, a mid middle seed, I'd have to make a lot of upsets or like mm. against players that are meant to beat me. Um, it's because when I get to those players, like it's sort of you play without pressure because it's like I'm not meant to win, so now I, I can just play the way I want to play. Like I have yeah, no, that, that happens as well. No external pressure. Yeah, um, definitely. But you have like matches. That happens when you're a top seed and you play guys that are ranked lower. Yeah. You get all these guys that just play so well because they have nothing to lose, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Mm. That's the whole thing. I mean, that's why. And back to that like pressure of like being a celebrity, everyone's expecting so much and it's mm. exacerbated the higher you get to the higher skill level you get and the more recognition you get because of it. Um, yeah, it's like a whole, it's a whole different beast. It's like, yeah, I find, you know, I always, like, I never relax if I'm 2-0 up on somebody because mm. it's like, I've reverse 3-0'd people before. It can definitely happen to me as well. So it's like, I try to, like, stay focused and not relax if I have a very big advantage. I have that super bad. I'm always... Because you, you become head, complacent. I just, I just relax and just lose. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah, that it happens a yeah. lot. It happens to everyone. Yeah, it's what? just something... Switch. <laughs> it's just something with um, yeah. I don't know if it's like a subconscious thing or it's like it's just you gotta really fight. You gotta fight it. I think to just mm. be like you have to be aware of it and deal with it. Yeah, be on top of it. Yeah, but that's one of the hardest things to practice, right? People. That's always why say it's it. mental. That's why that's yeah. where tennis gets mental. Because like, how do you practice being in a tournament situation without being in a tournament situation? Uh, which is where people sort of like use the the cop out answer of like experience, but that kind of just is the yeah. That is the answer, right? You experience being in a tournament setting so many times that you sort of get used to those feelings, that pressure of being in an advantage against your opponent. Yeah. All right, we're probably going to wrap up soonish. Yeah. One last question for Marin. You're the oldest one here. I Am I actually? Like, <laughs> I think you're like 27. <laughs> that means I'm the wisest. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty much, right? Like, Sage advice. Are, are, are you 27 or are you, you like... You will listen to me. Okay, I'm never, <laughs> you will never know. If you were to talk to yourself or like to a, to a young competitor in like anything, yeah. what advice would you sort of give? What are, what are the key sorts of pieces of advice? Um... Keep pushing past your limits and, and be the best that you can be. Keep pushing past your limits, everyone. Okay, <laughs> yeah, any news this right. week? Anything crazy happened? Um, Two weeks ago was a gaming week. All these video games came out. I have out. a question. Mario, Sonic, uh, Spider-Man. Anyone oh, play these? I have a question. I have Mario. Mm -hmm. Is the earth round or flat? 
it's like a tennis ball, and we're about to get. <laughs> There's your answer. Um, anyone play these games? I guess. I, uh, I have Mario. I yeah. still haven't opened it, but I did buy the release date. Oh, I, I, I played have, it a little bit. Yeah, I've played both um, Mario and Spider-Man too. Give oh, us yeah. your review. Ten seconds for each game. Uh, Mario. It's. Similar to classic Mario games, like <laughs> a new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Out of time. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man 2, it's like absolutely amazing. Like graphics are wild and the swing mechanics are it's awesome. It's 10 out of 10, Mario. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Oh, well, there, right, you go. there you go. Anything Good else stuff. happen? Any more submarines go in the, in the water? No, <laughs> not yet. Okay, okay, before I wrap it up, final closing thoughts. You know, you hear about the aliens a few months ago. It was all on the news. Oh, that's aliens. right. There's like crashed alien spaceships. I think it turned out to be like some Mexican roadster. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just like, if the alien ship crash lands here, right? And like, we are meant to be getting the technology for, for ourselves, right? Harnessing the, harvesting the technology. I don't want to harvest the technology. That technology is probably going to be like the fucking billionaire submarine of alien spaceships. That's just going to... crashed. Yeah, it's gonna, why did it crash? Yeah, it's like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have crashed. Anyway, <laughs> thank you everyone for being on. Um, you guys have like social media or anything people to follow you at? Uh, you, you have your YouTube channel, do you have? So Instagram, Marin Dimitri, 123. Marin Dimitri, 123. Nice. Drums. On YouTube, um, on YouTube and, Twitter. I, and Twitter. This I guy's have, famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, Kasai underscore like AU on Twitter. Yeah. Am I on anything else? No, not really. He's nice. not on anything else. And also, he is a loyal subscriber of Galpi, and that's what all you should do. Subscribe <laughs> to Galpi Drums. Almost at 200k. <laughs> not bad. Right.